0: This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 post-game podcast. I'm coming to you after Baylor's uh, 77-73 loss in the gold medal game of the Global Jam in Toronto. Uh, Baylor fans, be encouraged. This is a very great experience for these guys, and I couldn't be more proud of the way they competed and the way they played in this uh, competition. They were going up against really good teams. Uh, Keep in mind that a lot of these players for Brazil play professional basketball in Brazil. I was looking up the uh, roster that the uh, Iago dos Santos, the star player for Brazil, scored 30 points today, had 11 assists, six rebounds. uh, Listed at 5'11", but probably 5'7", 5'8", but just uh, a really incredible basketball player. Only 22 years old, so that's why he's playing in this but he was the MVP of the uh, finals in the Brazil, the top league in Brazil. Lots of older players that played college basketball in America. You know, I was looking at the roster. They have a few 33-, 35-year-old guys, uh, 28, 29. I mean, this is, this is a man's game that he's playing, so he's used to the physicality. And this was a very physical game. Lots of uh, Santos to, to keep track of on that Brazilian team. Uh, Dos Santos, the point guard, number two. He ends up with 30. Uh, we also had uh, Santos, number nine, with 11 points. He was a starter. He was really good inside, 10 rebounds as well. And then uh, Dos Santos coming off the bench, uh, he had seven points, maybe related, maybe not, who knows. But uh, congratulations to Brazil. Hard-fought victory for them. Uh, USA, Baylor had their shots at the end. They tied the game at 72-72 on a Jalen Bridges putback. But then they gave up a pretty easy one at the rim on a terrific move by Dos Santos. And uh, then um, they uh, went to the line, and Grimes, D'Antoine Grimes, had two shots. He makes the first really smooth, misses the second one, and uh, then they had to foul. Dos Santos sinks both free throws. Keontae George got a great look, a deep look, and it was in and out, in and out, like a couple times, uh, but it, then it rattled out, got batted off the rim as feeble rules allow, and then that, uh, Baylor had to foul again, and Dos Santos uh, made one of two free throws for the four-point victory. Uh, let's talk about some of the performances in this game. Uh, really balanced scoring. I, I thought that uh, Anderson Barbosa for Brazil did a terrific job on Keontae George and, and made it very tough for him tonight. Uh, he only has 12 points on four of 17 shooting. Uh, he was one for five from three-point range. He had six turnovers. All of those were in the first half. No turnovers in the second half. Uh, Dale Bonner, terrific floor game from him. Seven assists, only one turnover. Had a really good first half scoring. Uh, Couldn't buy a bucket in the second half. Ten points for him. Jalen Bridges with a really efficient game all around. 13 points, seven rebounds, two steals, uh, no turnovers. Uh, Great to see. Jalen's coming around tough shooting night for Caleb Lohner. They let him left him open from three and he missed all four of his, uh, open three attempts in the, in the first half, uh, Jordan Turner got a lot of uh, shots up today. He was two for nine from three, he hit a couple big ones, but, uh, couldn't buy a bucket, you know, in the second half, I think tired legs had a lot to do with it. Uh, Antoine Grimes had a really big three near the end of the game that, uh, put, uh, Baylor within within a two-point margin uh, that led to the uh, Jalen Bridges putback. Uh, but that, that was a huge shot from him, uh, but he did miss the free throw. He ends up with six assists. That did have five turnovers. I really, really love what I saw from him overall. Uh, Joshua Ojewuna came off the bench. He had eight points, very efficient inside, seven rebounds. Flo was in foul trouble most of the night. He only has two points. He has two rebounds. Did draw a few really key fouls down the stretch, however, uh, but overall, very, very encouraged by what, I, what I've what i seen. Zach Loveday got in the game, made a bucket, didn't get credited for one in the, in the stat sheet, but he definitely did uh, have a putback. I remember it very well. And, uh, you know, good to see him uh, do some good things there for for the game as well. So, uh, you know, as we look to the future, we have to say that we we feel very confident that Dale Bonner is going to be a highly productive team, uh, player for this team. He, he, t- he took another step up, provided some really good offense, especially against Canada in the semifinal game, uh, which was going against probably the most talented team in the field, although Italy and Brazil both had really talented teams. These were very, four very evenly matched teams, as you, as you see by most of the final scores. Baylor drops the first one to Italy by 11, and then all the other games were with a, within two possessions. So great experience to get those opportunities to play competitive games where you are put in high-pressure situations. I bet Scott Drew, I I know how competitive he is and I know that he wanted to win this game, uh, but I I think as he reflects back on this tournament, he's going to be very happy with what he saw as a coach and being able to put his players in these uh, high-pressure situations, especially a lot of guys that haven't been in those situations before uh, against this type of competition. And, you know, so Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer have been in those situations. And when they get back, uh, that's going to add, you know, just another huge layer to Baylor's team. Uh, but we, there's a lot to work on. Transition D wasn't good at times. International ball, they, put, they push it a lot more than maybe teams in the U.S. do. And so that's got to get shored up uh, because there was a lot of easies at the rim that we gave up in all the games, really. Uh, we, we need to get better in that area. I, th- I think uh, rebounding-wise, um, there were some deficiencies. But tonight, you know, 47 for Brazil, 42 for for Baylor, uh, did a pretty decent job on the glass. Uh, but but it's very physical, so we, we need to you know make sure we're up for the task um, as the season gets closer. Uh, like I really like how this team is constructed. Jalen Bridges showed us why he's such an efficient player. Again, today, the uh, the 13 points on only nine shots. And he has seven rebounds. That that's very efficient. Two steals. Uh, that you know that's good stuff. One block uh, shot as well. And uh, Caleb Lohner, I, I think he's going to bring a lot to the table. Um, I do I do have some concerns that you know he's going to have to be able to hit open threes. Uh, we saw this with Mark Vidal Some that when you have two players on the floor that can't shoot threes, that does put a lot of pressure on the other three. Um, There's ways and sets that you can combat that, obviously throwing a lot of alley-oops, but you you can see that um, Brazil just left him wide open from three, and and he didn't have a lot of confidence when he took those shots. But he's a beast inside, very physical player, eight rebounds in 16 minutes. That's great production. Uh, So I think you're going to see a lot of good things from Caleb. But he may be a small ball five at times, uh, if if he's not able to consistently hit that three point shot, but I think he can. Uh, then you got Flo Thamba and Joshua. You know, very very encouraged by what we saw with Joshua. We know what, we, what we're getting in Flo, uh, but Joshua has a little spring in his step. I think his legs got tired tonight, but 19 minutes, eight eight point seven rebounds. You'll take that. And then Jordan Turner showed some good things. He's very aggressive. Uh, you know, tonight he ends up going to the foul line four times. He has three rebounds. He's three for four from the foul line, um, 11 points. So great to give him some confidence. Uh, You know, I think he's a guy you can trust. And certainly the story is how good Keontae George can be. We know that. Uh, He had a couple rough shooting games in this tournament. uh, But overall... Terrific performances by him. And, and life's going to be a lot easier for him when he's got Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer out there because you're going to have to respect them. And uh, a guy like Anderson Barbosa, you want to put him – he's your best defender. You put him on Keontae George and then Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer get an easier defender. And uh, and it's pick your poison. Uh, this is going to like, – uh, like Jared Hamby said yesterday, I think this team's going to remind you a lot of the national championship team with Teague and Butler and Davion Mitchell – uh, I think Flagler and George and choir are just going to put so much pressure on defenses. And Dale Bonner as well. There's no drop-off when Dale comes in the game. And just his elite defense, uh, he's going to be hard to keep off the court. And then I think you, you, you feel confident in what D'Antoine Dan Ta- Dan Grimes brings to the table. And then, of course, Langston Love is a very high-level player, and he, he's going to give us something as far as size, wingspan, physicality, about 215 pounds. Uh, this is a really well-constructed Baylor team, a team that can win the national championship, no doubt about it. So if you're just looking at the scores and say, oh, they only went one and four in this global jam, that's not very encouraging. I mean, what the way they played, the way they competed, being shorthanded without three of their four best players against professional players, uh, teams that have been practicing together for over a month, and Baylor had about eight practices before this tournament uh, to, to be able to get ready for it. I think you you have to be really encouraged with what you see and they have a very daunting non-conference schedule. Uh, they've got to go play a game neutral against Gonzaga, who's in the in the strength metrics. Bart Torvik has them the number one team in the nation. He has Baylor number two. Uh, so that could be a potential national championship uh, showdown uh, once again, like it was planned to be a couple years ago. But then they did meet in the national championship. Uh, very possible that Gonzaga and Baylor could separate themselves. I know North Carolina is also really well thought of, and you got Kentucky. you got, you got, you got several teams in the mix there, uh, but uh, Baylor's certainly going to be in that hunt for sure. Um, and then you got Washington State, a game that was just announced. That's going to be in Dallas at the American Airlines Center. Uh, that should be a fun game, and it's a, a neutral site, but it uh, should be a, a big Baylor crowd for that one. And then you've got the uh, tournament in, in, in Vegas with Illinois, uh, you face Matt Meyer, you face uh, Dane Danger, uh, possibly if you, if you play them. We don't know the schedule yet. But Virginia, who's going to be a top-20 team. Illinois, probably going to be a top-20 team. And then UCLA, who's probably going to be a top-10 team. Uh, so terrific uh, games in that um, venue and then you got the game at Marquette, a big test. That's a hard place to win. Uh, Marquette fans are uh, very passionate about basketball. And then you have Arkansas for the big Big 12 SEC challenge. Arkansas is one of the most talented rosters in Division uh, 1 basketball. Lots of new faces, lots of very talented five-star freshmen including Anthony Black, the son of Terry Black, who was a Baylor legend. Uh, so it's going to be a fun schedule. The Big 12 is going to be incredible again. Uh, Kansas, TCU, Texas are all expected to be near the top of the conference. I think you got to respect Texas Tech as well, although I, I think Texas Tech is maybe a step below the, those uh, other four teams, including Baylor. And then you've got Oklahoma State, who will have a really good team. Uh, and then you know I think at the bottom of the conference, you know Jerome Tang's first year at Kansas State, Iowa State's replacing a lot of guys, although they'll be tough. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't you know sleep on Iowa State. I, I like their roster, what they put together. And we know the kind of defensive intensity that they played this past year. Uh, Even though they lost Tyrese Hunter to Kansas, uh, I I think they're going to be a team that's going to be a hard out. Oklahoma, you know, Porter Mosier's a great coach. He's got some new pieces. uh, But I think they'll be more of a middle-of-the-pack team. And then West Virginia, I'm not sure. That roster is probably the shakiest of the ones uh, other than Kansas State, who's got a lot of new faces. Uh, But, you know, Kansas State's going to have a point guard that's very similar to Dos Santos and uh, uh, Marquise Noel a terrific uh, version, you know, very brings a lot of the same skill set to the table that Dos Santos does. So it should be a fun year. Buckle up, Baylor fans. Just want to give you some a few thoughts after this uh, tournament in Canada. And uh, you've been listening to a Sickum 365 podcast with Ashley Hodge, Sickum Bears.